Hello, Roy here. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to The Roy Green Show ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. We've been doing interviews with mayors of cities where this program airs. And what we've tried to find out from the mayors is how the pandemic has, in fact, impacted on their municipalities, what they've had to do, how they've had to make changes, what the specific and the most uh, significant challenges are that they're facing. And we're speaking uh, now. We're going to be joined by the mayor of Kamloops, British Columbia, beautiful community in a absolutely in paradise. Ken Christian joins us on the Roy Green Show. Mayor Christian, thank you very much for the time. You do live in paradise. Oh, thank you very much, Roy. Uh, I would imagine, and this, you know, I've been thinking about this before we spoke. It was two weeks ago today that the terrible crash of the Snowbirds uh, jet took place in uh, in your community. There must still be a very difficult uh, feeling for for your for for the people of Kamloops to 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 you know to think about what took place. How are you feeling about that? How are you doing? Yeah, you know, uh, it, it's you know, we're still processing it. Really, it, it was just. Uh, such a, a cruel irony uh, the Saturday before the uh, snowbirds swept into town and uh, did their performance. They landed at Fulton Field at the Kamloops Airport, and uh, next morning about 11.30 uh, in the first wave to take off, uh, the uh, Snowbird 11, captained by uh, Captain McDougall, uh, crashed into Brocklers, the neighborhood just at the end of the runway. So, uh, you know, the tragic uh, loss of uh, Jennifer Casey, Captain Jennifer Casey, mm-hmm. and, and uh, just the shock in that neighborhood and the tremendous response by our first responders and uh, and then really an outpouring from the community in terms of a tribute to the snowbirds at the uh, Kamloops Airport. So, yeah, it's been a very, very rough couple of weeks on top of the pandemic. On top of the pandemic. Tell us a bit about uh, Kamloops, other than you live in paradise and such a beautiful place. What are the main drivers for economic success in your community? You know, our economy has been shifting from, you know, kind of a resource-based economy, which was a bit historic, uh, to more of a knowledge-based economy. And we, uh, you know, rely a lot on uh, the hospitality and tourism industry here in Kamloops, and uh, they're in trouble quite frankly. Um, you know, you don't consider Kamloops as a port city because we're in the middle of the desert here, but we rely a lot on the port of Vancouver, uh, particularly the cruise ship industry, to bring passengers that get onto the Rocky Mountaineer uh, train and, and that kind of thing, and there's uh, really not much chance of that uh, reviving this year. And our airport uh, is uh, really down at Weaver, over 100 flights a week. We're down to three flights a week wow. at Kamloops Airport right now. So that has an impact on Sun Peaks Resort and on the entire Thompson-Nicola region in terms of a, a lot of the uh, businesses that we're really relying on tourism to uh, survive. And, you know, something that, uh, that I've uh, spoken about with each of the mayors uh, and glad to speak with you about is it, it just all happened so very quickly. There was no time for any preparation. There wasn't really any warning. Uh, if, if you think about just in the concept of, of time, it just happened. It was just suddenly there and you had to deal with it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, you can almost pick the date, the, the 14th of March, the taps were turned off. And, uh, you know, it was uh, in my job just uh, announcing a litany of closures day after day after day, and then a litany of cancellations, everything from 
Canada Day all the way through to Rib Fest and all of the kind of uh, uh, tourism and, and community-focused events that we hold in our community all summer uh, canceled. And uh, and now we look at, uh, you know, some of our um, um, culture and, and arts uh, organizations, uh, the Western Canada Theatre Company, the Camel Symphony Orchestra, and and uh, we uh, worry for them in terms of not being able to have audiences. And uh, we also worry for the uh, uh, Western Hockey League and the Camels of Blazers. And uh, so that's a concern. And uh, we have a university in Camels, Thompson Rivers University, and they rely a lot on foreign students. And uh, the uh, chances of uh, an intake of new foreign students into Camels in September will be uh, slim to none, so uh, they have to pivot and, and look at online teaching and that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. What about, uh, we're going to be speaking with Dan Kelly in a few minutes, the uh, president and CEO of the Canadian Federation of Independent Business, representing the small business community in Canada. And this was the the drop-dead day for uh, for a lot of the businesses. They had told the CFIB, May 31st is our date. If the emergency measures are still in place, we're going to go out of business for good. That was 3% of the uh, business community, small business community in Canada. But that 3% represented 30,000 small businesses. That's, that's a big number. How is your small business community and your business community in general how are they being affected, and, and what's, what are they doing to survive this? Yeah, you know, uh, they had to really have a solid online presence. That was going to help them out, and they had to be able to pivot uh, quickly in terms of their business model, and those that did that uh, were quite successful. If you look at things like uh, garden supply businesses, uh, hardware businesses, they've really actually done quite well during this pandemic period, but as you say, a lot of the smaller businesses uh, here in British Columbia, they were never ordered closed, but they closed anyway, and it wasn't for necessarily the pandemic concerns. It was the fact that there were no customers, and there still aren't. Uh, I mean, people are trickling back, but there's a high degree of uh, kind of, there's a, a, I call it a fear of assembly now amongst the population, and people are masked, and you know, they're out sort of testing the waters, but they're not doing it in large numbers. So those businesses that were really having uh, cash flow issues, uh, issues making payroll on a month-to-month basis, uh, they are in trouble. You know, it's the same It's the same situation right across the country. Everybody is going through the same challenges and experiencing the same frustrations and the same attempts to get things under control. One of the common denominators appears to have been, and it really has been, and it is, is property taxes. How is that affecting uh, your municipal government? Because property taxes really fuels a lot of what you can do as a, as a municipal government. Yeah, and uh, we had to sort of recast our budget in the in the span of about four weeks, something we'd been working on for about the last 10 months as you prepare for a uh, tax season, uh, and we cut the uh, increase that we were proposing. But much of our budget is, is predicated on uh, salaries for things like uh, first responders, or our, our police and our fire and our bylaws and that kind of thing. And those are services that people value, so they're still going to be paying those taxes. We've managed to uh, put some relief in in terms of uh, deferring tax penalty and that kind of thing, but uh, that's going to be a hardship, uh, and uh, those tax notices in our case were delivered uh, uh, on Friday to Canada Post, so they'll be coming out next week, and people are going to have a tough, uh, a tough week dealing with that. 
but you know, myself and our council, we've uh, been trying to be innovative in terms of things that we can do for uh, some of the small businesses, particularly in the restaurant industry, looking at uh, street closures and patios and sidewalk extensions and those kinds of things that uh, you know may in some way help them regain some of the capacity that they've lost because of the new restrictions about uh, you know 50% occupancy indoors right. and that kind of thing. Yeah. Uh, do, do, are you among the mayors who also are saying to Ottawa, we need some assistance here, we need some funding, because municipalities can't run deficits? Yeah, uh, exactly. And we do that through the FCM, or the Federation of Canadian Municipalities. And uh, we are hoping for uh, certainly some relief. The uh, gas tax or the uh, Infrastructure Canada grants, uh, we've uh, asked that those be uh, kept whole, even though the gas uh, sales within our community that drives that funding is probably down. We are also asking for uh, our gaming funds, and uh, gaming and casinos, of course, are closed, and we wanted to uh, make sure that those funds would be available. But we don't rely on those for our operating uh, costs. Those are mainly for capital investments. And we've looked at our capital budget, and uh, some things you actually can do more efficiently during a pandemic when there's a lot fewer cars on the road and, and that kind of thing. So we've doubled down on those projects and then some we deferred and and uh, put off until 2021-2022. Well, uh Mayor Christian, you do live in a in an absolutely wonderful beautiful part of the world uh so envious and uh we 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 all have to we have to hope we can come through this situation and uh, and do so um efficiently and then effectively, I think in that order and uh, and, and regain the ground we have lost. I thank you for, for joining us. It's always, also an honor for me to be uh, on the air on CHNL in, uh, in Kamloops, so, and fine radio station. Yeah. Now, Christian, I, I'm gonna, I, you know, I, I am gonna be driving back out to, to Vancouver to visit with, uh, with my family, so I'm gonna stop by and, uh, maybe you and I can go for a coffee. That would be lovely, right? Thank you. All right. Thanks for your time today. All the best, sir. Bye bye. Bye bye. Ken Christian, the mayor of, Kamloops, British Columbia, just a beautiful, beautiful place. I remember year, years and years ago, driving down the Yellowhead Highway and uh, getting to Kamloops in the middle of summer, stepping out barefoot out of my convertible. I was a lot younger. And, uh, boy, the sidewalk is like 190,000 degrees. It's funny how you, you just you just drag little memories that mean nothing to anybody other than you, and they just, just get burrowed into your brain, and they stay there. That's one of the state of me. If you want to hear more, subscribe to The Roy Green Show on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, or wherever you find your favorites. And if you like what you hear, leave us a review and tell a friend. I'm Roy Green. Have a great weekend.